Hello and welcome to the Super Turd Podcast with your host, Michael Turbot, your local real estate expert, where we'll talk real estate, sports, business, and beer in the triangle. And now, here's your host, Michael Turbot. And welcome to the Super Turb Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Turbot, your local real estate expert with the Ida Turbot Group, Coldwell Baker HPW, a.k.a. Super Turb, a.k.a. Coach Turb. And I can't be more excited than today. I'm in episode 20 of the Super Turb Podcast, where I started this last fall to talk real estate, business, sports, and beer in the triangle with the primary focus of interviewing local entrepreneurs, uh, business owners, uh, I've had coaches, I've had, you, you name it, I want them to be able to tell their story, but I also like to fill in a little bit of real estate while we do this, and some sports, and of course, a local beer of the week, which I'm excited about this one, matter of fact, I'm going to crack it right now, because I'm thirsty, but I'll get into that later, but Ben Cash is with me, I'm on location at Taylor's Wine Shop, which is in North Raleigh, started in 1980, I was raised across the street in Pannonia, moved here in 1986, so I got some fun questions for you. Before we get to the interview here, Ben, I'm going to talk a little bit of real estate, guys. As you know, um, over the last year with COVID, we've seen the inventory drop in stats per Keeping, uh, current, or keeping current Matters. The United States, believe it or not, is down a total of 42% across the board macro as far as inventory. Uh, North Carolina, though, is in the top five with a lack of in- down inventory, 54%. We have 70 people moving here today. Just had a listing, actually, 1008 Foothills uh, in the Sutherland Subdivision of Wake Forest. A little plug there. And I'm already getting texts. When's it going live, Turb? People are wanting to buy sell- and sellers. You know, we need listings. You guys hear us saying that all the time. If you're at all thinking about what your home is worth, I think you don't realize it until we can do a complimentary market analysis for you to just show you how much equity that you currently have. Um, I just said this as an example. So I want to give you guys a little brief synopsis. What's going on in the market? So a friend of mine sells in San Francisco, the Bay Area, and these are the buyers that are coming here. A particular home in the Bay Area had 26 offers on it, Ben, and it sold for $811,000 over asking, not the price. For a whopping $3.71 million. So how does that apply to us here? Sellers are moving here with equity, so they have plenty of cash to spend, whether it's cash purchases, due diligence, where our average sales price is only $405,000. I say only. That's still a very nice home here in the triangle. So people are coming here. So first-time buyers, though, are feeling the effect of this. It's hard for them to compete. They have financing options that are, are great to use, but when you're in multiple offer situations, it becomes challenging depending on how much money they're going to put down because if you have someone putting... Three percent, three and a half percent down, or even a hundred percent down, it's hard to compete with that twenty percent down buyer. Uh, however, I will say this: what we do is, I always say, who you work with matters. We will help set you up to win, whether you're buying or selling. So reach out to us; we'd love to help you. Um, and to make max money, I had a, someone reach out to me uh, last weekend that I sold to him six years ago in Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. And when I ran comps and I told him the price, there was silence. There was silence. Mm-hmm. They said. Can you come out Monday? <laughs> so that's my little real estate tip. Master starts today. Can't wait to get home and see what's going on. I'm going to take a quick break. And on the other side, I'm going to have Ben Cash of Taylor's Wine Shop. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Whether you're buying, selling, or investing in the triangle, 
Michael Turbot with the Ida Turbot Group, Coldwell Banker HPW, will put you in position to win. With almost 15 years of real estate experience, Michael and his team will help navigate you through the real estate transaction from beginning to end, always putting your best interest first. In today's competitive real estate market, now more than ever, selecting the real estate professional to assist you with your biggest investment is vital. Please contact Michael Turbot today to find out more on what he and his team do to separate themselves from the rest and help you accomplish your real estate goals. Remember, who you work with matters, and Michael looks forward to hearing from you soon. And welcome back to the Super Turb Podcast. Good night, Ben Cash, owner of Taylor's Wine Shop, located in North Raleigh. And uh, Ben, thanks for being here. Just tell everybody who you are. You know, where you're from and, yeah. you know, when you started Taylor's. Uh, my name is Ben Cash and I'm from here in Raleigh. I grew up in Stonehenge behind Margo's on Creedmoor Road. My dad opened this store in May of 1980 and it was called Variety Pickup and it was in the middle of nowhere. Now, I remember 19, no, Variety Pickup. When did it go to Taylor's? 1988. Everybody wow, so was, not very far after that. Yeah, everybody came in the store and all they ever said was, hey, let's go to Taylor's, Mr. Taylor's. So he just changed the name to Taylor's. I love that. So now with Taylor, so when he, when your family purchased the uh, store, what made them do that? Did he have a store prior to this? Was he a business owner or what no, made him take he, that jump? he tried a lot of different things. And his brother-in-law, um, Uncle Earl, they, they kind of ran a store together for a little while. And so um, Dad had the choice to be in Garner on Old Garner Road or be here in North Raleigh. And everybody said nobody would go out there to North Raleigh to run a business because it just wouldn't survive. Gotcha. Um, so as you mentioned, so we mentioned 1980s. Mm-hmm. I moved here in 86. But tell everybody listening both on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube. We're, all, we're on all facets here. Tell everybody about North Raleigh, Six Forks Road, and say 1988. So, what was going on up here? Mm, I see a picture from, what, 65? 65, yeah. That's amazing. So in 88, the road, the road had been paved for a little less than 10 years. Uh, the dam had been done in uh, probably 77. So there was water. People were starting to go fishing. The Y opened up right up down the street, and for $5 a week, you could go there and play at the Y. And they had two counselors and just big open fields, no building or anything. I, and so I remember... I moved here when I was seven, but I remember there was nothing up this way past yeah. Strickland. And, of course, Mom and I joke. Mom's off camera here. You can come around and say hi, Mom. Say hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, <laughs> she, um, I remember when we bought here, they were talking about 540 coming in. Oh, and yeah. It's yeah. amazing to see the growth going over that time. So how, how has Taylor's made it this long? You know, uh, Dad did a lot of uh, food offerings, lunches, and breakfast for all the workers for the construction of the neighborhoods. Everything was new construction. Yeah, there was nothing out here, so everything was new. And there was nothing at nighttime after about 6 p.m. that was a ghost town. Did you so, always have gas? Mm, yep, always had gas. It was a Sidco and uh, Phillips 66 and uh, Amoco forever until uh, BP took Amoco over. We were Variety Video in 1988, and we rented uh, VHS movies for about seven or eight years until Blockbuster opened. I remember that. So that's funny. When his mom was talking about this, they had a rule for me. I couldn't cross the street. Right. 
Uh, I had other friends that could that mm-hmm. cross venture over two lane road, look yeah. both ways, but that was challenging for us. So yeah, uh, yeah. I did venture over. I did come truth clum clean. I'm 42 now. I figured yeah. you know she can't really. Well, I still got a little intimidated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, she said, uh, you know, so we'd come over. We'd rent movies. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Whitney Horn? You know, the horns, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just actually saw him last weekend in Myrtle Beach. So he's. Uh, I remember coming over here, and, and that was that was a great time. So, um, and you guys just had a renovation done. So mm-hmm. tell everyone about that because I think it's made a huge difference with parking, and then of course gas on the side. Yeah, there were so many events that were happening in the uh, hurricanes and storms and blizzards that um, people started stacking up for fuel out front. And so they would get into our neighbor's property, and they would block the road. So we moved all the fuel to the side of the property. That's that. And, uh, yeah, so we moved <laughs> the fuel to the though. side of the property. What? We upgraded all of the equipment. I'm sorry, Ben. Keep going. <laughs> Go on. And, uh, yeah, we just you know made sure everything was in compliance and all new equipment and tanks and new parking lots, new bathrooms. Everything was in handicap compliance. So what do you love about Taylor's? Gosh, everything. I mean, it's the same customers now as when I was a little kid. You know, when I was three and four years old, my dad would put me on a milk crate running the register, and <laughs> it was a lot easier. Everything was a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. The register only had a few buttons, so it was pretty easy. We did a lot of live bait and minnows and worms, crickets, and the crickets were pretty annoying. You had to <laughs> cut apples all day to feed them, and you heard the noise all night even after they were gone, so... So what's the biggest thing that Taylor, what's changed the most? I know you just talked about the renovation and what have you, but pretty much almost lots the same, though. Yeah, a lot of it's the same. Every 10 years, Dad would come up with a new idea, like gourmet coffee, local chocolates, uh, local honey. Um, You know, he did the videos for for a while, and it always just carried us into a new generation. Um, So Yeah, it's I mean, um, I know the last year, uh, obviously, it's affected everyone with Mm -hmm. COVID. Um, I know you guys were still here to serve, you know, the community. You had sanitation stations and, um, you know, there to make sure everyone's safe. But before COVID, and hopefully very soon, you guys have been a a great place for wine tasting, beer events. And it's great to see when it's here, you know, the parking lot's packed. Um, So tell us more about that, and and I'm I'm sure you guys can't wait to get back to it. So what made you guys start the wine tasting or... Go that um, way. You know, Dad just wanted uh, to sell wine. He felt like there was a nice niche in this area. People didn't want to cross over 540 if they didn't have to. So we started selling wine, and it started, you know, with bottom shelf wine and got uh, more and more and increased in price. And uh, when I got here after my mom passed away, I started doing a lot of craft beer and going to breweries, and uh, craft beer was exploding at the time. Yeah, and so um, that leads me to my next question, though, because where do you guys get the beers and wines that you sell that separates you maybe from other stores because I know I live in Bedford now, mm-hmm. but I, you know with five forty coming through, it's great to jump off. You guys are so helpful here, and I come in, it's great. Like, hey, Derb, what are you thinking tonight? And then of course, if I want a stout, a porter, an IPA, right? But where do you guys get all the beer from? Well, uh, first thing we did was and or wine. Yeah, we hired Angela, who's our craft beer manager, and she has a huge and she's passion. awesome. She has a great passion for craft beer, local beer. And um, we just tap into the local community and what people are doing and the ingredients that they're using. And then wine, same thing. Uh, Kelly and I go to California. Um, we there try to you go. go. Once a year, and we meet these small boutique winemakers that really don't have enough quantities to put it in distribution all over the country. So we talk them into just sending it to North Carolina. So, um, you Do know, you have a favorite are, wine? 
Uh, it's just too many. I mean, some, and some <laughs> well, what kind of wine's your favorite? Uh, Cabernet would probably Cabernet. be my favorite. Yeah, that's great. So, what's it like having a family business? Uh, well, you and I, I are very similar. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, my dad is such a good guy. He's so easy to work with, and um, you know, we just want the store to run well. Most of our employees are ten to fifteen year employees. We always try to take care of everybody. The customers are thirty plus year customers, and um, yeah, we just try to treat people right and pay them well and. Take care. No, of you do have kids. Are you going to pass this along too? You know, I do not have any kids. So, and well, I'm and I'm the third. So you got to have someone to pass the torch to. We, yeah, you know, we can line that up. Yeah. Uh, well, we're hiring. So, they, uh, fifteen years of hard work, and they there you go. It. Like it. What's it like being a staple at North Raleigh, man? Because all you got to do is say Taylor's, and, yeah. and people know your name. I I don't think I've ever thought of it that way. You know, people always come in here, and we try to give them what they need and um, treat them well. And, well, I'll tell you this: when I put the preview out of, of that we were going to be doing this uh it was cool to see the comments that we've had and texts of friends that lived in pannonia mm-hmm. coachman's trail Stonebridge, stone creek and they all have memories of taylor's either as a kid teenager growing up stopping in here and it was funny all had stories to send to me because they mm-hmm. thought this was this pretty cool so you may not have thought of that like that but it's 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 the truth um which is i would it's pretty happy to say about that because yeah. you obviously have impacted several I mean, several hundreds if not thousands of people um tell us real fast a, a cool memory or story that someone may not know about taylor's maybe something with your dad and or mom or um just anything oh, what, what's something that's crazy and funny um there was a Christmas day, I think I was seven, and a guy cut a hole in the roof and tried to break in because it was the only day of the year we were closed. <laughs> and so he got stuck as he was coming through the ceiling. And the, when, uh, when was this? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I was seven, so it would have been 83, 84. So that was before we got here. So someone tried yeah. to come through the ceiling. He cut a hole in the roof and came in through the ceiling, and he got stuck in the rafters. And um, every 30 minutes or so, his legs would wiggle. And it would set the motion detector off. And the, sher- the sheriff would come by, and he wouldn't see anything because he's looking in the kind of the floor perimeter, and none of the glasses busted. And on the third time out here, he finally saw the guy's legs through the ceiling, and they had to get a um, like a cherry picker and lift well, them. Well, that's uh, that's one way to get caught. Yeah. So, what are the plans for Taylor's? Where do you guys see yourself uh, in five years? Gosh, I hope we're just doing what we're doing. Keep doing it, right? Yeah. Everything's all. Have you ever thought of expansion or sure. other locations? Because yeah. this is the only Taylor's spot, That's right. right? Yeah, I have had a couple perfect ones picked out, but you got to have a really good partner. This mm-hmm. business takes a lot of work, and you have to be here a lot. Tell people about that. So, tell people like an average day for you. Uh, you know, they change or, every or, day. or a week. I mean, because you said, I mean, because that leads me into the next questions that I have, and why I love interviewing local business owners, entrepreneurs, because it takes, you know, it's it, it takes courage to step out and run your own business. And there's a lot of challenges there. And the, the biggest thing is, so if someone's listening to this and says, you know, I want to start something similar, you know, maybe a craft beer store, wine store, just like Taylor's, what would be a piece of advice you'd give to them? You just have to have a lot of passion. And there's going to be times where you don't make a lot of money. So you have to get really good employees that support you and back them up. So, you That's know, the store here opens at 6 in the morning. We do breakfast. So somebody has to be here at 530. And then we close at 9, so somebody's here till 9.30. So for 30 years, my dad and mom did everything all day and just had a few part-time employees, and they pretty much worked themselves to death. So when I got here, I made sure Corey's been our wine manager for 10-plus years, and Bill's our breakfast manager. He's been here almost 15 years. Angela's our craft beer manager. So I tried to surround the store with all these people that had a passion. And, um, and good and good work. 
good people are hard to find. Oh, they're very know? hard to find. And yeah. I'm sure when you get them. Years they, ago when um, Whole Foods was bought out by Amazon and Amazon was coming into the market and paying everybody $15 an hour, people came in the store and they're like, oh, what are you guys going to do now? And I'm like, well, we've been paying that for about five years already. Right. So you Keep. really you really have to pay people well because they need a living wage. They have to be able to survive. You know, for years they had people that were coming in from Clayton and Garner and Oxford to be able to work in the North Raleigh area, mm-hmm. and because that's the only places they could afford to live in. So, fortunately, all of our employees live pretty close by. Fantastic. I have a question that I like to ask everybody that's on my podcast. Okay. And uh, I get great answers for each time I ask this. I keep saying this, but I'll probably do maybe on the hundredth episode. I'll make a book with all the questions, you know, the answers to this. So tell everyone listening the best advice you've ever received and by who. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I always catch you off guard. Yeah. Well, my dad just said 30 minutes ago on the phone, we had a guy that came in. We only got 12 bottles of this specific wine. And um, so I let the customer know, and he said, I'll take them all. Do you care? Will other people be upset? And I said, no, you can have every one of them. And my dad says that um, two in, uh, one in the hand's worth two in the bush. So, there you go. Yeah. So I like that. I get answers to that question, all different answers, and <laughs> it's, so, it's a lot of fun. So tell everyone before we, uh, we get off here, we, we still have the local beer of the week segment. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, I don't know if you have your beer or not, but I've, I'll have my beer to show okay. off. Um, tell everyone here how to get a hold of you guys. Obviously, I'm going to tag you on Facebook. You know, Taylorswineshop.com and uh, same phone number since 1980, 919-847-3069. Do you ever have any specials? Do you have specials coming oh, yeah. up? or All the time. What's, the, what's, the, what's a good couple good specials you want well, to put out there? we just finished Cabernet Month. We're on uh, Austrian Wine Month, and uh, Angela's putting uh, Seltzer Month together. Right. There's um, 40 new seltzers that have hit the market, uh, everything from agave to uh, everything you can think of. All right, man. Well, thanks, Ben, for coming yeah. on. I've been one. You know, I give you guys plugs every week I on the podcast. It. So um, you guys have been very special to us. So I'm so glad I could do this on my 20th episode. And uh, so I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to come back and finish up the show with my local beer of the week. All right, cool. All right. Whether you're buying, selling, or investing in the Triangle, Michael Turbot with the Ida Turbot Group, Coldwell Banker HPW, will put you in position to win. With almost 15 years of real estate experience, Michael and his team will help navigate you through the real estate transaction from beginning to end, always putting your best interests first. In today's competitive real estate market, now more than ever, selecting the real estate professional to assist you with your biggest investment is vital. Please contact Michael Turbot today to find out more on what he and his team do to separate themselves from the rest and help you accomplish your real estate goals. Remember, who you work with matters, and Michael looks forward to hearing from you soon. And welcome back to the Super Turb Podcast. I am your host again, Michael Turbot, your local real estate expert with the Ida Turbot Group, Coldwell Baker, HPW with Ben Cash, owner of Taylor's Wine Shop in North Raleigh. And I'm here on my last segment, my local beer of the week, which actually I'm partaking in right now. I know it's mid-afternoon, but you know what? I need, you know, it's yeah. good stuff. So this is actually out of one of my favorite breweries in Raleigh, which is Gizmo Brew Works. You, what, what can you tell people about Gizmo? You know, Gizmo's been around for a while, and even before it was Gizmo, um, one of the first craft beer breweries that I got into was called Roth Brewery, and it was two guys that graduated from state, and they were kind of in the early days of craft beer in Raleigh. And 
they worked so hard and they did a great job. And they sold that brewery to a guy who, which became Gizmo. And it's a little oh, tiny, really? a little tiny place. See what you learn on the Super Turd podcast. Yeah. It's a little this tiny place off of um, Glenwood Avenue, not far from the entrance to uh, Umstead Park. And it's a little dirt road on the backside there, and little, very t- cool. little tiny building. Well, what I'm drinking today, which you guys were thankfully, you know, th- thankful you let me try this. Actually, I had one last week too. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted it again. Is um, Prototype, which is a ra- what is this, a raspberry Whittier. Yeah. So it's, a, it's almost like a almost like a white. Yep. Or an ale, you know. Yeah, little flavor. Um, what's nice about it, especially as we're getting into the warmer months, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't you know it doesn't pack too big of a punch, so you can enjoy it on your screen porch or on the pool, whatever you want to do. It's five point five percent in alcohol. It's easy to sip. Um, if you want to go on and look at what Gizmo offers, my favorite, my wife's favorite one is the the honey, the honey one, mm-hmm. honey Gizmo. Yeah, that's her favorite. Beekeeper. Go to GizmoBrewWorks.com. As always, tell everyone Turb sent you. Um, if you guys are listening on this podcast, this show, and you have your business, you'd you like to tell more, tell people more about, please reach out to me. My email is on here, michael at idaturbid.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Follow my Facebook page at Michael Turbot, and of course, my Facebook page, business page, Michael Turbot. Anything Michael Turbot, you're going to find me. And uh, as always, guys, it's just a blast being able to come here and tell you guys, people, different story, give you a little real estate advice, real estate tips. And if there's anything we can do to help you accomplish your real estate goals, that's what we're here for. Again, it's Michael Turbot, your local real estate expert with the Ida Turbot Group, Coldwell Banker HBW. And as always, remember, who you work with matters, and we will see you soon. See you.